So if you guys haven't gotten in on WGT Golf, you guys are missing out. We do tournaments every weekend at DNVR. You can take on me, Adam, D-Line, vote the rest of the DNVR staff. You can also take on the DNVR community. And when you're not playing in our tournaments, you can play 20 million people online. So to download WGT, go to dnvrgolf.com. That's the link you need to use. Download WGT World Golf Tour from there. And when you get in the game, search for the DNVR 3 Country Club. You'll automatically be entered into all of our tournaments. We play Pebble Beach, St. Andrews, all the classic courses, stroke play, close to the pin. It's a lot of fun. So check out WGT, download it from dnvrgolf.com, search for the DNVR 3 Country Club. Jokic, put it up. Oh, yes! This game, this quarter feels like the Nuggets are playing in mud here. Split, Murray. And he lays it up and in. Beautiful play there by Jamal Murray. And look at Murray. Oh my God. Oh my gosh! Jamal Murray with a 360 spinner. 17 for Murray. This is amazing! Is this what enjoying playoff this is, basketball this is, is like? This is exactly what it's possible. like. Anything is possible! Welcome in, everybody, to the Winner's Lounge! <laughs> Guys, this might, this might be the, the, most, the most wonderful feeling Winner's uh, Lounge I, uh, I can possibly remember. Uh, what a freaking game! I'm just gonna lay here, if I'm just gonna Let's lay here and James smile. Way. Let's go, Connor. Let's go. Let's go, Jimmy. We got a bucket of beer. Oh, bucket of beer. We got a bucket of beer. Bucket of beer. And look at it. It's Breck Brew this time. Thank God. It's on brand. Sponsored by Breck Brew. Sponsored by Breck Brew. All right. I'm your host, Adam Matas. I'm joined by these knuckleheads. Brendan, vote over here. What's good, fam? I'm excited. Joined by these winners, I should say. I've been calling you guys losers for the last week or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winners, D Line Co. You know what's good? Jamal Murray. Good. Jamal Murray is good. Good undersell, yeah. undersell by by quite a bit. Um, this show, guys, is presented by DraftKings. Uh, use promo code DNVR. Eric, you might as well get your phone out and lose some Yo, money right now. Listen, I just oh, made a winner shot. Look at this. The DNVR I just made bar so, so much money off the Nuggets. So I, I had dope. Jamal Murray being the high scorer of the game. I had Nikola Jokic going. Yeah, give, yeah uh, lay him I had Nikola the Jokic there. going over 24 points. Guys, Col- Colorado Europe just said Miroslav is crying again. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we all are. I'm crying a little bit, man. <laughs> oh my god, that was delicious. Oh, that tastes good. That was like rain from better than winning. Winning is so sweet. Uh, this guy's. We have so much to talk about in this one. This this winners lounge might be four hours long. Uh, yeah. Uh, it would be if it was four hours long. I'd enjoy all four hours of it. What the heck just happened? An absolutely gritty, gutty, and oh, clutch performance from Jamal Murray and the everything Denver Nuggets. We everything we wanted in this game. We start, of course, guys. With the big perspective on it, the big takeaway, Eric. It's hard to whittle this game down into. What's well, actually not hard. Not there, hard it's at all. not hard. It's not hard to whittle it down. But there was a lot of great things. Yep. The the number one thing. Number one thing is the ascension of Jamal Murray. <laughs> Jamal Murray is our max player. He is the player we've always wanted him to be. When things get tough, like he just stepped right up. Like in years past, he may have wilted or made mistakes. Uh, Malone may have pulled him because of like defensive lapses. Uh, I mean, do you have any more questions about Jamal Murray? What has he scored? 92 points in the last two games? Zero, zero turnovers. turnovers. And so here's the thing, And he's too. shooting like an incredible percentage. And back. Yeah, I saw that. And it happened in back-to-back games, which for Jamal is so important. That game one was incredible. The 50-burger is incredible. 
but he didn't take tonight off. He didn't play tentatively or confuse. He came out and was the best player on the court. Yeah, he and, was. And he to, was the best player on the court tonight. To do it for two straight games. Um, composure, grit, testicular fortitude. Oh, I don't know what the numbers say, but I felt like he made his last twenty shots. Yeah, it sure that's what it felt. That's that what it felt like. I mean, he just. <laughs> he just I, feel like, I feel like we should consult the numbers. We should probably on this consult one. that because I, I think I might have remembered him missing one. I think there was might have been one that I remember him missing, but just absolutely clutch. And you're right, Eric. I mean. You know, I, I'm like Michael Malone in certain ways, you know, in a lot of ways, really. In, <laughs> in most ways. ways, I would say, most of the good ways. <laughs> no, in that, you know, Malone's all been all about guys have to earn this or that. And I've been slow to call Murray the max player because I just, in my opinion, don't think we had seen it we, on we a hadn't. consistent enough we basis. Hadn't. And even in the series, there were moments where this was questioned. But you know what? These last two games, game one even. Double which, maxim. Remember, Denver's not even Ultra in this maxim. position if they don't get game one out of Jamal Murray. But when the going has got tough in the series, he hasn't just stepped up and played hard and you know done this or that he's made plays that damian lillard is known for oh. right he's play dame time like jamal murray three times in the series Damn has gone so time. clutch down the stretch that you just go like i don't think we can expect another one. Oh, we got another one unbelievable I, I'm, I'm saying, dude. I'm saying, like, this is no—it's no longer just like a great game. It's like what to expect from Jamal Murray. Like, really, like this is our guy. It's well, they might need to expect it. I mean, he was a plus twenty tonight, a team high plus twenty. Actually, who wasn't? Who was PJ Dozier? Did you guys crack your beers? Crack your beer? No, I, I can't reach it behind here. With oh, I, cr- I, I cracked got. my beer when you um, hit that three from the corner. Oh so. my god! Yeah, I mean that was it. That yeah. was it. And that's Here's what's nice to about you, it. My Nuggets family, we've done it. I did it. <laughs> Me alone. <laughs> 10 out of 10, David East, that's a great grade today. I, I strongly <laughs> agree with you, your, your scale today, 10 out of 10, and you might be underselling it. I mean, this is what – there was a lot of ways this game could have gone positively for Denver, but yeah. I sincerely believe this was the way that they needed. A couple of things happened in this one. I think they found not just a lineup but a philosophy that worked. Go figure. It was a lineup that the blog boys have been talking about mm. for, for, for so long. They find the lineup that work. You get a gutty performance early from Jokic. I mean, let's not forget, yeah. he had 21 points in that Incredible. first quarter. If you don't have that, you're probably not even attached in the game 16, anymore. 16-6, remember And that then you have Jamal time. Murray uh, really in the entire second half, but especially down the stretch. And you created a little doubt in Utah. We saw that down the stretch. Great this is how it had it to go. They won it through sheer will and, and with, with discovering some things Yo. here. And to it, me, it does feel like... A turning point. Denver's still down. Without question. But it feels like the series is different. There's nothing like, oh, my God. The games leading up to this where Jordan Clarkson felt unlimited amounts of uh, confidence, where... uh, Royce O'Neal felt unlimited amounts of confidence. Like, what what is going on here? Like... these players need to come back to earth. They need to have just a little bit of doubt woven into them. They need to remember that they're Jordan Clarkson and Royce O'Neal, and they did today. And so Jordan Clarkson gets a little, it's Jordan Clarkson time in the second half, but with some doubt in there, the shots right. don't fall. 100%. Um, was it Royce O'Neal with the panic travel, which I actually thought was a little bit 100%. of a gift to the call. But, and then also you but see. But it it was, you're right about the call, but well, he was open. And exactly. he's been shooting, exactly. and they've all been shooting him, and he didn't because he was like, well, now the game's close, and they have the momentum. Joe Ingles second-guessing some wide-open shots, and then I think the most th- the thing you look in terms of what might change the dynamic going forward, by the end of that game, we talked about Jokic needing to take and hit those threes early. Gobert was not sure if he should stand in the paint or leak out to the perimeter. 100%. And that it makes – I mean, Jamal gets the credit, but all the difference in the world for a guy who likes to bully his way to the rack. Yeah. And, and so you, I think if you're looking for stuff that – okay, that wasn't just they stole a game, but maybe they changed the series. You look at those elements of the fourth. 
Jamal Murray just down the stretch, I don't even know what to say. I mean, part of me wonders, you know, Donovan Mitchell has put the fear of God in the Denver Nuggets in this series, right? Yeah, and it's changed the way that everybody's guard, that they're guarding. Like, Denver doesn't go into a Donovan Mitchell pick and roll with a ton of confidence. I do wonder now, Jamal Murray has had his way in three of the games, including the last two, and I wonder if there's a little bit of that coming into Utah. I suspect there might be, and if not, Murray might, we might have a repeat of performance of this. I'm so curious to see how Murray's just performance tonight affects the series going forward and affects game six because no. one Jamal Murray never lacked for confidence but it has to be through the roof and he has the greenest of lights in the series to just go and hunt for his shot and attack and put them on their heels and two Utah has to now start guessing when he snakes around that screen and comes up top Rudy Gobert has to step out a little bit more urgent because he doesn't want yes. him to get him going that they needed this. This is exactly what yeah, they, they needed. There's so much about uh, just getting players. I mean, just like I was just saying, like uncomfortable. If you're in a place where you just feel like you can always stop them and you can always score, um, there's something about like j unbelievable. This is ridiculous. So unprofessional. Um, <laughs> although, the, granted, that's the hallmark of the show. But, that is the hallmark. Of the um, show. But like, you just get Utah in their heads a little bit. Like just thinking about like their. You know, it's just not a not a given that they're they're, they're going to score. They actually have to stop and then score, and they have to think about how to get that accomplished. That means everything. This series is changing. I'm yeah. telling you. So I have a question for for Dr. Mares here, Professor Mares. Two games in now with this look at this starting lineup that did not really play together at all in the regular season. What do you think so far about this group? Um, I mean, I still don't like it because I don't think that Paul Millsap has a role in this mm. series. You know, it, it's not that he doesn't have a role; he just doesn't have the featured yeah, he role. Was terrible. But it, again, you're asking him to play in a way. He's a power forward. Mm -hmm. They're playing this four-out spread pick and roll, and they're just murdering Denver. I mean, 44 yeah. points in the second half means something to me. I don't think Denver's going to shut down Utah. I've talked about this before. You don't have to. You just can't let them be the greatest yes. offense of all of time, all time. <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> and if you can get to that level, and I just think adding the length, like adding the ask. mobility, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> and then what you're doing, in my opinion – is your if you when you're Denver is you're putting in a little bit of defense that isn't working on the court at the expense of offense. Right. What we saw tonight and what I think is going to be the big question in Game Six or one of the big questions in Game Six is, can the Nuggets defend the way they did with Jeremy Grant, with Michael Porter Jr., with PJ Dozier? Can they do that over 48 minutes? Because they did this in short order. Utah was not prepared for it. I'm sure they weren't prepared for Denver to try to this adjustment. I think Malone at that point was throwing a hail mary and it happened to convert. But I'm, I think Denver will go to it more, and I'm curious to see what the adjustments will be and how Denver can handle it. But personally, I have a lot of confidence in that lineup. Jamal Murray went nuclear tonight. Michael Porter was even getting open. He didn't even hit all the shots that he could have down the stretch, but no, he, he was getting open, and we haven't seen that from the Nuggets so far this, year, this series. When you say it, help me understand, you mean that high hedge where they're refusing to switch, right? Where so I'm going to have to go back and rewatch this game, sure. obviously, and get into all the details. But there's, here's one thing that I noticed about this the way Denver was defending it down the stretch. When you have – they're hunting Michael Porter Jr., and I thought the Nuggets did a good job in this one. When they go to those guard-to-guard -guard screens, Denver wasn't conceding the switch every time. Right. And especially in the fourth quarter, they weren't just – in the past, they just said, okay, guard-to-guard -guard switch, we're going to switch that. And now, and now Michael Porter Jr. is in a, a difficult spot to, to guard the pick-and-roll with right. Jokic. What they did in this one on first watch, what I, what I noticed in this one was – they were pressuring the ball handler so much and sort of – it's not a trap. It's a high hedge, but they're both basically playing all the way up so he can't turn the corner just long enough for then Michael Porter Jr. to not switch and recover Fight to his around. other guy. Yeah. So Jokic gets to stay back a little, although they were playing him up. You crowd mm. the space with length and size and get into him like that, and then you can recover to the backside guy. And, and they were doing that so well. And that is something you can do when you're six foot ten and six foot nine. 
and long and athletic and mobile and can move side to side. Michael Porter Jr., not great at making reads, not great at doing this stuff. But if you just say, okay, you're going to have to get around two six foot nine, six foot ten guys, that's so much harder to do, and ja- the Jazz were not ready for it tonight. And if Yoke can hang back without being on his heels or being forced to make up for like a wide-open guy with the ball and worried about the lob threat, 100%. you see that timely defense that we've lauded in the past. So this is possibly a formula to something that can really sway game six. I think Denver plays this lineup a lot. I think that Dozier, first of all, Dozier's a great defender, and he, unlike Torrey Craig, he allows you to have somebody else bring the ball up and move Jamal Murray off ball. We've talked about how, look, again, Murray was incredible. I don't think it's a coincidence that him playing alongside another point guard is a large part of what has unlocked his game in this series and as a player. I really think that Jamal Murray is a – combo guard yes. that has some I mean yep. we talk about positionless basketball why does it matter if he's a point guard or shooting guard right. he's going to do certain things he's going to not do others he gets to do the things he's really right. good at PJ Dozier can handle the rest one of the questions will be can PJ Dozier play in his role because I think PJ Dozier calls stay his out yeah he can stay himself? contained but yeah. he did that tonight God. and he defended his ass off what a tenuous little uh, role we or little role that we have in this world where things we talk about all the time come to pass and then crazy and but then other things like if they would have lost then we would just look like Big dumb idiots. So, so we're really, we're really I was about to order my big <laughs> but, dumb idiot shirt, bro. But I want to say this one thing though, because this game was incredible. But I want to say one thing because <laughs> narratives are are built in the playoffs so much, and we saw so many narratives being written about. Already, there's been like articles written about Denver. What do they need to do next year? And look, still might be the case. We still sure. have to get through the series. But there's been so many things written about them, and it's funny how when you see a game like this, you go, "Oh yeah, Denver was playing a 35 year old power forward trying to guard." Joe Ingles in, in a spread pick-and-roll offense. They were trying to play this guy, Torrey Craig, who was such a negative today, uh, you know, on both ends of the oh court. Like, if you look at shutting that, guys down, he's a negative. People say, oh, you'll never defend with a Jokic defense. And that, some of this is true. You really have to put the right pieces around him. But the defensive players they had around him, in my opinion, were not nearly the ones that they needed from this series. And now that they made this adjustment, I'm so intrigued. I'm Me too. I just want everyone to take a moment and just let this soak in. This feels Man, this so is incredible. How this good is does this feel? I mean, just a sign of life, right? I mean, even if I'm not mean, even just I life, man. It was the commenters. Best life. How you feeling out there? You feeling, feeling like incredible? Feeling? 360 layup, man. Oh my god! Jamal Murray just had it tonight. Did you know that was going in the moment he started spinning? Dude, the, I knew it was going in the second he touched the ball. Yeah. Every time in the second. Yeah, half. Every time. I mean, look at this thing. This is a great little uh, dribble there too. Little crossover Ooh. got. Got Niang, is his it? His handle yeah. looks tighter, man. Oh, his handle looks tighter. He looks confident. The explosion going to the rack. You got Michael oh, Porter. There. Oh, I also my want to say about Murray, guys, and, and with, with regards uh, to the free throw discrepancy in this series, which, you know, to some extent is, is rightfully a story, but I also think you have to earn your luck in that regard. By the fourth, I, th- I thought Jamal was starting to get some calls that he wasn't getting two games sure. ago or even in the first quarter. And I think the refs look at Jamal these last two games. When that guy drives hard to the rack, they're going to give him that whistle. Can I t- tell you something? How much do you have to run as rear defense? How much do you have to cover the court and cover all this ground when you have Paul Millsap and Torrey Craig out on the court? It's just not that much. Right. Once you spread them out and yeah. you get some guys with some mobility, now all of a sudden you have to tag further. You have to run further. You have guys that can beat you faster because they're more athletic, they're younger, they're more spry. So yeah. I think a lot of drawing fouls has to do with getting into the paint but also making the defense move rather than just kind of sit there and, yeah, and yeah, sit man. on you. And I know that we've been – like, you know, the, the story of the last – Four games has been Malone won't make changes. This team's inflexible. They're just they're they're locked into their fate. And you got to credit Malone. I mean, regardless of how it happened, he made the right 
he made I mean he made the adjustments that that needed to be made. He stopped playing Paul Millsap down the down the stretch, which was important. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, maybe it came a game too late. But, right. That, I'm saying. Like, but but also to to be fair, he said before we worry about all that, can you guys show me that you care? And then they rolled over again. So to, he gets some leeway, but it, it's a late adjustment. It's it is a late, a late adjustment, adjustment, but uh, it, it's it's heartening to see. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. I mean, Jamal Murray, I mean, the story, it's just Jamal Murray. I mean, tonight, it was absolutely incredible what he was able to do. It eight assists, eight rebounds. It, it was all of it. The handle's tighter. He's love him. cleaner. And it's, you know, it's funny when you get over, oh, he's the king of the game. Somebody, I can't believe it. Producer guy over here, oh, or is he reminding he me to go to it? I thought oh, yeah. he was asking me if he's king of the game. Yes. I would go Jamal king Murray is king of the game. Wait, whoa, whoa, is this a monarchy? Like, can we vote on this? No, uh, no it's not. Of okay, course, he's well. been, he, <laughs> so, he won that violently. So Adam, no, king no of the show, too, king of the game. Which this graphic won't show, but two games in a row now with no turnovers. And so this is a, a Murray who's <laughs> protecting the ball, a Murray who's attacking the rack, but also... He pull up threes. They go under yeah. on the screen. He's shooting. We've seen some off ball. Four of eight from three tonight. This so graphic is hilarious. This I never laugh at this I, enough. I think in the past we've seen Jamal Murray whip ass in a way that you go, okay, I'll take that. But how does that change the next game? These are two games in a row now where Jamal's taken and made the necessary shots. In incredible. I mean, if this is the Murray you get, and look, we've had it three out of five times in the series, and the two that you didn't get, you didn't get anything from anybody, so we're throwing those yeah, out. What's the difference? But you get those three three times in the series. You Beautiful. You, you get that two more times. I'm sorry, Denver's winning. And this, not only are they winning, they're the team that, you know, they're, this is this is a good team. Yeah. This is, this is this a legitimate is a team. team. This is a good team. They just gave, they just forfeited two games. Yeah. They had some bad luck. They had some bad, bad bounces, and then they didn't show up in the way they needed to. Jokic tonight, how do we assess his game? Because he had 31 <laughs> points tonight. If you look at his line, it's incredible. Uh, 31 points, six rebounds, four assists. It's pretty good. Actually, that's not incredible. That's pretty good. He was a plus 15. But he was, like I said, he came out and was ready for this game in a way mentally, taking those shots, knocking oh, them yeah. down, just attacking Gobert. He was ready for this game early. And even though the game sort of took two evolutions <laughs> after that, I mean, it was, it was how, do, how do we assess it? Was this a good game from Jokic? Where, where do we go? Definitely. Oh, it was a great, great, great game, from, game from Jokic. He might set I mean, the look, tone, baby. I mean, he also hit the, the dagger. I mean, Murray hit like eight daggers in sure. a row, but Jokic I mean, had look, the dagger. It was a 16-6 game in the first quarter, guys. Yo, I love and, our and, and with all of the momentum that's, that's been in play in this series, I mean, the context, we don't need it to be explained, but 16-6, you're thinking they're a bucket away from breaking, and Jokic went into god-tier mode, not star mode, superstar mode, and it's not eight just... Eight for eight, and those shots were ridiculous. That last one... I mean, I can't believe that last one went in, but all of them. It was just like we kept looking at each other after it was like, when was the first time we looked at each other? Three for three, kind of like, ah, oh, you know what? All, all right, right, we'll see. And they just kept going, and we're just like, unbelievable. And I mean, that buzzer beater is one of the craziest shots. Uh, but but the classic yo. More to the point, like you've asked a six eleven guy to say, dude, like things aren't going to change unless you take and make a shitload of these threes. Right. And he said, I got you, no problem. And, yeah, I mean, tonight he had him. Great game. And yeah. the effort on D was better once he was put in a better position after yeah, the adjustment. Yeah. I see you responding to the guy asking how many rings Maul has. I think he's asking in the same way that we awarded LeBron James two rings oh. this time. He's oh, saying, I apologize. Yeah, I yeah. apologize. How many How many rings? I would say Jamal Murray owned. Or that was at least two rings. Won two championship rings uh, tonight. Two championship back to back rings to that tonight. Yeah, that's two rings for Jamal. <laughs> I can't believe how impactful PJ Dozier was tonight with one basket on one of one shooting. And it's funny because he had four rebounds, three assists. I'm telling you, this P.J. Dozier has a role. And I hope that somebody is Composure. in his ear. I hope Michael Malone's in his ear. I hope his agent is in I'll his ear. I'll get his ear. I think guys oftentimes think 
the old way, especially when you're a PJ Dozier. I don't think PJ Dozier is going to be a superstar. I don't think he's going to get a max contract. I don't think he's going to get big contracts. But you know what? Unless I'm involved, he can have a 10, 12 year oh, dude, career absolutely. in the NBA. Dude, if you get this version of yes, him, absolutely. the one that says, "Okay, I'm not the Jamal Murray of this team. Exactly. I'm not the Michael Porter Jr. of this team. But can I be the guy that brings it all Role together? Players, baby." A-plus role players. Role players are so important to any team that's going anywhere in this world. Like, there, need, there needs to be people. And the thing about P.J. Dozier and confidence in general is that you just have to go in and know you're going to be able to play and just relax and play your game and just be tall, be in the way, pass the ball at the right time. If you're wide open, take the shot. Don't, make, don't push it. Don't, uh, you know, make things or try to make things happen. Um, and he did, and that's the thing. Like, if he feels comfortable, he's an absolute perfect yeah. role player for this. For this I went team. on a, on a show today, um, on a podcast today, a Premier Hoops. I think I haven't. I, as soon as it comes out, I'll retweet it because I thought it was a fun conversation. But one of the things I talked about was when you have Nikola Jokic on your team, and I think even if you don't, just in today's NBA, creativity is such an important part of coaching and thinking <laughs> about the game right now. And I see the timeline with so many takes about like. You know, just thinking traditionally about about so many different things. And even if it's not traditional, it's thinking about the one way in which basketball maybe works. And I'm looking at this and I go, you know, the Nuggets have these pieces that you don't have to. They're not like any other team in the NBA. It doesn't have to make sense. Michael Porter tonight, bad defender, getting burned, right? Everybody's talking about how, oh, he got split this time. And it's true. His defense is, he's a rookie. He has 700 minutes under his belt. He's a rookie. He's going to get beat. But sometimes... The, the whole is greater than the individual parts, and I think with him tonight, you saw a lot of that. Of Everybody was burying him tonight about how you can't keep him on the court. He was a plus 18. He only <laughs> shot 5 of 11, so he's going to shoot better the more he gets minutes, the more he gets confidence. He had 15 points. He was a plus 18, and nothing statistically stood out about it. And I sincerely believe a lot of that has to do with the way it bends the floor when he's on the court, and you open up things for your star players, who at the moment is Jamal Murray. And how about the Michael Malone decision to stick with MPJ? I mean, I know you like that arrival. Gotta tip your hat. Gotta tip your hat to him because he was getting burned, burned individually, and Malone stuck with him. And not that involved on offense. Like typically, you'd look at that equation and say, "Is playable on defense redefined by how electric this guy is on the other end?" Right. But that he stuck with him, and that to your point that there was an arising pro- um, positive quality there. That's huge experience for MPJ. And maybe this guy oh. believes in him more than we've given him credit. Can we take a so. quick break? Because I see uh, the oh. man with the wind in his hair approaching. And Somebody. when he gets here, I want to hear what everybody had to say. I can't believe we get to do the fun stuff. Hit some music. Let's go to a break. And when we come back, look who's showing up. This handsome devil. Oh. Right, winner the, shot. You get a winner shot. Winner before shot, we baby. go to the break, I'm, I'm convinced it's the same one person that downvotes the YouTube every <laughs> time. So just downvote over, it again, mofo. Over, overcompensate that by just yeah. give us some more likes and make that guy. <laughs> Yeah, everybody, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit the like button, subscribe. If you're not, if you are watching on YouTube, you don't realize this is a podcast, the DNBR Nuggets podcast, so subscribe to that. <laughs> you don't know what it is we're doing. It's yeah. uh, it's about basketball also, if you didn't know. All right, well, uh, we're going to talk about God, that the Breckenridge good. Brewery Avalanche Amber Ale. Oh. Um, the Avs could use a little bit of that, that Nuggets comeback juice we just saw. Oh, they could do. The Rockies... The Colorado the Rockies broke the curse. Broke the Colorado the curse. sports curse. Had to be the Rockies. They won last night. The Nuggets win. We'll never lose another game again. Here so what was your bet, by the way? Did you make a bet? Oh, I got to make a bet. Yeah. As play tomorrow? 
Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Correct. So get yourself an Avalanche Amber. Um, if you're not sure how to do it, where to do it, there's the Breck Beer Locator. Awesome tool. Just punch in what you're looking for, where you I live. I love that we're having the Mountain Beach today, though, because summer's not over. Summer's not over. Summer's um, not over. Summer hours. If you come down to the DNVR bar on Colfax, we got all those bread brews on tap. So Jamal Murray just extended uh, summer tonight. Uh, extended <laughs> summer. Official beer DNVR. Um, check them out at DNVR. Make sure you check out that Avalanche Amber. Also got to talk about DraftKings, the number one rated sports book app in America. Um, DraftKings puts you at the center of the action. Don't we all feel like getting back in on the action right now? I think Ooh. Eric's making a couple moves. What is the, what is the I bet, just bet Eric? that the LA Clippers will be the first team to reach 10 points in the second quarter of their game that they are absolutely destroying the Mavericks in right now. It's oh, 41 okay. to 22. Okay. All, all right. right. The will time, huh? The will. Uh, hey, but download <laughs> the app and sign up using promo code DNVR. Crowd. Um, and then after... <laughs> Uh, well, there's just a bunch of giveaways, but right now that they have the uh, $100 million, $100 million if you do, come on, are you not, have you not been reading the tweets? No, I have not. Unbelievable. Uh, there's a $1 million cash prize giveaway right now to claim your share of up to $100 million football's, in instant giveaways. Football's like 17 days away All you have to do is download the app and sign up Crazy. using promo football. code DNVR. Then enter DraftKings free football survivor pool. Uh, Harrison, I'm struggling. I feel like the Nuggets in game three. Tap me out. Just say, <laughs> say something Jamal about Murray, step to the plate here. Just yeah, talk about Must DraftKings. be 21 or older. Colorado only. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, terms and conditions apply. And restrictions. And restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you can get this gambling problem. Gambling problem, call one 800 5224 when he goes berserk, when he goes off, when he has some of his biggest nights, he is so quick to put praise onto his teammates. He is so quick to deflect all the credit onto his other guys. I mean, Murray said, like, we can't do it without everyone. It's not just me. He said, PJ's no rookie. Uh, he, he said, like... It's true. PJ's, like, not really a rookie. Yeah. Uh, like, literally and metaphorically. Like, yeah. I get it. But he just gives credit to, to everybody else on... Like, I thought this was probably the most impressive performance of his career. Um, but, you know, he was just shouting out everybody else. Uh, how good. Did he mention us? Nah, not us. <laughs> not us. That's too bad. Yeah. But just the team effort on defense, especially in the second half, how Jeremy Grant gave them something at, at times today. Um, so that, that's just kind of a overall takeaway from when Jamal Murray talks after big games. It's never about him, which, which I think is cool for a young guy who's – uh, ascending. Well, don't forget that he is, he is Canadian also. Very nice. Yeah, so he's just a nice fella. <laughs> just, a, just a nice fella. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? That It's also like, Jamal Murray doesn't have to say anything. Mom, you know what I mean? Like, who can say anything about Jamal Murray right now? He just, he had such a, a incredible game that he can literally go up there and just be like, you know, I didn't do anything. Can and I it's like, don't, don't, it doesn't matter. We can, know. Can I make a recommendation, though? Don't troll record Donovan Mitchell on IG tonight. Just oh, leave God, it be. Yeah, that's a great. Just, I didn't really feel like he was one. trolling. He wasn't. He, he wasn't. wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. But, that's just know. life in the bubble. Life in the bubble. I mean, that's Utah Michael Jordan over there. He probably took it personally. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Malone said. Wait, Utah Michael Jordan is going to get sick off pizza. Oh, yeah. Michael Malone said Jamal Murray, quote, growing into a superstar. Growing into a superstar. Love it. According to Michael Malone. Jamal Murray wants to be a superstar so bad. Let him have it, man. Yeah. He earned uh, it. 
quote, some people run away from those moments. He looks for them. And then Malone. He really does. I mean, Malone also calling P.J. Dozier the unsung hero. He was. Of the wow. game today. Well, he's not the unsung on this very show. He's, We've already spent this whole, a whole segment. Yeah. He's, a, there's an, he's an operetta star. Do you know who fully loved the Nuggets in plus minus tonight? Yeah, it was P.J. Dozier. P.J. Dozier. Over Harrison coming back. Here it is. Harrison. <laughs> Harrison coming back to cover old topics. I love it. <laughs> All right, just start talking so I can interrupt you. <laughs> so, Michael Malone, I mean, what kind of mood was he in? And, and specifically, you talk about P.J. Dozier. Michael Malone feel like they had found something. I know it's hard to say, but did he feel like they had found something with him in the game and Michael Porter in the game? You guys I, know what that lineup is? It's a, little bit of, it's a little bit of a mini boy. long boy. A, a little mini, bit of a mini long mini boy. Mini long boy. Is well, Dozier's, Dozier's a long boy. Yeah. You know, you got you got Grant. You got MPJ. It's a little bit of a long boy. Pretty long. Uh, yeah, I think he thinks he found something. He's not going to come out and say it, though. But hey, we're starting that next game. <laughs> we found our lineup, guys. We found our lineup. Um, but I think they found something defensively in the second half. We can. I'm sure you guys hit yeah. on that already. Um, but, I mean... I was actually a little surprised that P.J. Dozier even played tonight. Me too. Didn't play in game four. Me too. Completely Denver surprised. had its best effort in Made three games in game baby. four. Adjustments. Um, but, wow, what an adjustment to put P.J. Dozier out there. And to take Paul Millsap out. Yeah. P.J. Yeah. Dozier could play some defense, man. He really can. He, he had a couple really possessions can. in this one. He's a big like, long oh, boy. Yeah. And he's a, yeah, he's a long boy. I mean, I think you nailed it, Adam. The key with, with keeping P.J. on the court is going to be how contained does he stay on the offensive end and what is he willing and unwilling to do. We're talking to our guy Edgar from Bleacher Report, formerly a Bleacher Report. No, from front office sports. Front office sports now. And he used to cover high school hoops back in the day, like the AAU circuit. And shout he talked, out Edgar. Shout out Edgar. And he talked about how P.J. Dozier was one of his favorite high school players because he could play all positions. Yeah. He was like a point guard that would guard whoever the best player was, no matter if it was a center or a point guard. And he was just like this elite defender. And, it, and you see it. Like he has so many – he's comfortable doing so many different things defensively. And he's just as like – Always ahead. It's rare for a defender to be ahead of the offensive player, you know, like it just kind of knows where they're going. He was that tonight um, and thought it was great. All right, what else? Nikola Jokic. <laughs> I want to hear from him. Uh, Jokic subdued as always. Something Jokic has been saying, and uh, Malone's been preaching this as well, and I think it really helps a team like the Nuggets. It helps, obviously, anybody down 3-1, but just taking this thing one game at a time. Totally. That's been huge. Yeah. I, I think, like, that is absolutely how you have to look at this thing. And if you're Malone, you have to drill that into your guys. Like every film session between uh, game four and tonight, like every time you're on the court together, every time you're talking with your guys, you just got to get one. It's got to get one at a time because we've been talking about this. Utah, I thought they looked a little tight in the second half. They did. Game six. If those start shots don't fall in the first half, they probably get a little tight again. So oh, you just got to take this thing on one game at a time. Just no, it is just great, points. though. It is, is kind of funny. Good, good points, though. That, all that means is that Harris, we're telling, we, we, we're all aligned. We're, we're all the same alignment. thing. Yeah. Alignment. Alignment. Harrison sees what we see. Do we have the uh, full Jamal Murray package lined up and ready to relive this? Can we relive? Re oh, yeah, I, I, we I can do, go to the mail uh, yeah. form. I do have one, oh, hold on. uh, one more yet. Jamal yeah. Murray anecdote. Let me hear it. This was good. So you know how my thing is Jamal Murray plays better when he's hurt? Yes. Like, yeah. This is my thing, I feel like. Um, this is your thing. This is your thing. I, I go to ask Jamal, you know. You can't ask him that, though. Well, I did. Uh, <laughs> no, it gets good. It gets good. It gets good. Um, so, Jamal Murray in the first half tonight, limping up the floor, can barely walk at times, uh, of course, and then in a vintage fashion, comes out and has a huge second half. I, I, I go, you know, how do you put that injury behind you and just refocus uh, for the second half? And he goes, is that Harrison? 
<laughs> is that Harrison? <laughs> Come on, man. You know me. You know me. So, yeah, I Love shouldn't it. have asked it. Dude, but. Jamal Murray. That is Murray. I'm telling you, he's him. earned it. That's he's what earned he it. Does. I'm telling you, this series and this game. Countless, time and time again. This game, I mean, really, he's, he's earned it, I think, three times in this series alone. But, I mean, he's. A, he, I'm on it. I'm on the Jamal Murray bandwagon, mm. man. That guy is made of the right stuff, and I just don't know that anybody can question that from him. It's just so. Well, look, I. That 14-game playoff debut for him was so up and down, where the peaks were so high and the lows yeah. were so low, that you you said, we know that this guy, part of it is in him, but we need more data. And, and so the number one thing I personally wanted out of this postseason run was to find this out about Jamal Murray before the summer yep. where he gets paid. I feel comfortable saying now, and I haven't because of the inconsistency, th- this is it. This is the yeah. leap. He's cut out for it. He's, he is cut out for it, he's man. He's built for it at the very least. So whether we get this Jamal going forward or not, it's in him. It's who he is. And, and playoff basketball is in his DNA. And this is why we like sports in large part because guys do things we can't physically. Yeah, but speak, speak for yourself. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, like, I played basketball for most of my life. We watched some of these guys. And I'm never just seen like, me play, I'm just bro. like, I can't. This is so insanely difficult <laughs> that I can't even comprehend it. And, you know, like I spent years trying to be good at this thing. And yeah. you watch them. It's incredible. But you also watch him do things mentally, I think, that, and emotionally that yeah. you're like, I'm watching the game. I'm a nervous wreck. If you threw me a ball right now, and I had to ho- like, two minutes left. You're, you're Royce O'Neilling it. I'm Royce yeah. O'Neilling it, man. I travel. <laughs> I don't even get the shot off. I just travel. Yeah. And you watch a guy that's like in that moment down 3-1, and it's just like pure belief. And it's just – it's freaking incredible. It's absolutely yeah. incredible. All right, let's get to this footage here. Let's relive this magic. There should be a just Jokic a, one, too. Just FYI, guys, the uh, Mavericks and Clippers are both at nine points. Oh. Ooh, I think the Mavericks have the ball, too. Okay. I got to say something. I called Harrison went to coward straight up on this podcast <laughs> because because he didn't want the Dallas Mavericks. So I've watched the first four games of that yeah, Clippers series. Yeah, the Clippers series. Good great. take, Harrison. Good take, yeah. good take. Do we think go. Donovan Mitchell looks good right now? Well, <laughs> to be honest, man. I guess does. actually he might he be. He might be. Yeah, no, that's true. Either way, um, yeah, Dallas looks good. Are we watching highlights here? What's going on? I have no idea. All right, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Both. We're just going to talk over these highlights. Don't hold your breath. So is this his first highlight comes? I guess it's only three minutes. Look at the score. Look at the score. It's not even him. Five minutes in. Oh, it's a good pass to Yoke. Yeah. I mean, we forget the first quarter was all Yoke. All Yoke. All Yoke. scored 21 points in the first quarter. 100 likes, by the way. Shout out, YouTube gang. Shout out, YouTube, everybody. Look at Yoke. This one was awesome. So contested. The Rudy Gobert hand in your face. Falling down. Whatever. Whatever. We need to come up with a name for our shout out. That three. For this package, by the way. Shout out. How's the highlights? We need to come up with a term for the commenters, our lounge people, the people that watch this show. That's true. We do need them. Look at this, MPJ hitting threes off of Murray. Give yes. us some suggestions. Yes, please. What do you want to be known the as? The fact that the Nuggets won this game with MPJ on the floor for the last several minutes. Love it. That's what we're yeah, saying, man. man. It's a big it's moment. Big a moment. big moment. A big moment, if you will. You saw it. There it is. There it is. Dan, that's pure will. You know what I mean? Those are the plays that it's like, yeah, Murray's making those. Nobody else in the Nuggets is making those right now. He wanted more than anybody else tonight. Obviously, injuries have played a factor for both of these teams. Man, oh, yes, get to the rim. Yo, he finger roll. He decided he wanted to go to the rim, and he got there. And here's this is the point in the game where I can't see anything now. You can't can't work on this right now, guy. You can't work on this, brother. You got to do it live. And then Utah's lead back to Oh, yeah, nice little step through. Oh, no, pass out. Kick out. Boom. Logo Murray, like I've always called him. That shot was the one that instilled me with the most hope. 
that one right there to get this back to double digits. Oh, yeah. Oh. Little English. Mm. Little English. He looked at the refs, too. I see a 360 English. So glad the refs didn't call up a, a, a tech on that one. It was so lame. Jeez, these shots are also so Oh, man, I'm forgetting how many of these were, like, rattlers. No. But he just, I mean, he was finding a way. Jeremy Grant with the old left, right. The Jeremy Grant special? Yeah. That, that assist, we're, we're stretching it a little on that three-dribble drive move, but I'll take it. We're, we accept it. Oh, my goodness. Get out of the way, weak son. Get out of the way, Clarkson. That's like cage fighter bully Put Put the son in Clarkson. My goodness. Oh, split that. Oh, this. Is, oh, my goodness. You're like, all right, this is the third quarter. Typically, you go left hand with that, but you go right. This is the third quarter. Jamal Murray was unbelievable. Pre-Afro and post-undershirt. You know what I mean? This dude Great like delivery on that pass, by the way. Gets Gobert completely out of there. Look at Michael Porter Jr. crashing. I love it. I love it. Most of this has to be attributed to Murray's male form. He's gotten. Oh, how do you guys lose him on that inbound at that moment, fellas? Maybe your best point of the pod. Tighten up, Utah Jazz. <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, oh, second half. This is and here's another interesting development of this game. Jamal Murray calling for ISO. Not the he didn't want the pick and roll in that moment. He wanted the ISO. Oh my goodness! So many, oh, great, great, great play! I really Dude, I'm telling you, seeing MPJ in these highlights warms my heart, makes my heart smile. Subjects the screen, takes the screen, get the fuck off! Sorry, all the children. I really feel bad about that. Children, we're watching some fucking highlights. Hey, come on, man! Come on! Oh, what a cash money from Jeremy! Jeremy Grant's gonna need to hit that shot. He's gonna need to hit it a lot. He's gonna need to hit that one too. Oh, this play. On the Wavos. The awareness. Oh, the Wavos, the awareness. Unbelievable. Three minutes to go, and he pulls that one out. Saved a possession. So I'm told Yo, saved another possession. Look at Unbelievable. That's the one. Utah the That's the one, man. The Kawhi bounce. Unbelievable. You so much belief here. 106, 101. Oh, my God. See ya. See ya, Donovan. Is that Donovan? Yeah. Donovan wanted that, that assignment. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have wanted it. Yeah. Just dispensed them. Look at, look, look at the, the swag in that. That door. one was a tough one. O'Neal was right with O'Neal. He's a good full defender. Swag full mode. swag. God, let's get this Jamal Murray for two more games. We're going to do everything. We're gonna this series has look at that. And that pass, too, I'm telling you guys, there's something, too, when you've just cooked for 42 points and you are the guy. And Jokic hasn't, you know, down the stretch, a little shaky. You know, he was okay. He was okay. To have the faith in your teammate to give that one, my God, Jamal Murray, have yourself a crown. Yeah. This series has been low-key amazing in the uh three games that have been competitive yeah <laughs> it was low -key. aside from the two blowouts this has been a freaking battle i, I know I, man it really has i think i said this though on the pod all besides games two and three even the regular season they were all battles right. in denver in utah yeah. with the seven uh, this team is very very evenly matched These very evenly matched overtime in the double overtime in the bubble single overtime in game one i mean they've played a lot of battles man and i just think that's going to come down to that the one thing i'll say Especially with Jamal Murray like this, I actually trust Denver more down the stretch. And that's why I'm curious to see, you know, part of this was they had to retake that back. They were the more clutch team in game one. They were the more clutch team in double overtime in the seeding round. They weren't in game four. And I wanted to see if they could sort of take that back. Yep. And I think that they did tonight. I really do think they took it back. And I think that third quarter's been a battlegrounds, man. And like that they that push they had yeah. to not get their asses kicked in the mm -hmm. third and to make this a game. Yeah, they could have let go of the rope. They're yeah. down fifteen, I believe, middle to late third. Mike Mullen calls a timeout. That could have been it. They could have packed up, gone home. They could be on their way back to Denver. On a flight back to Denver right Instead now. They're heading back on a that golf was how easy it would have been. But, um, 
Oh, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray wanted to spend some more time at the Grand Estino. <laughs> Who wouldn't it? I, Have you seen it? <laughs> Sports, I mean, I'm telling you, so many people I kept having in my mentions, people saying things like, you know, this is why I'm a Nuggets fan. I wouldn't trade this feeling for anything else. And it's so true, man. Being the yeah. underdog, being the team that has it's to true. do it the hard way no matter what, it's just true. Why, why take anything else? Why take the, like, 40-point blowout against the Blazers team that doesn't even have their best player while, while everybody on earth is writing puff pieces I mean, about why, why... While harnessing the ghost of Kobe it. Bryant. No, no, no. I'm telling you, I'd rather, like... the right. I'd, I'd rather everybody no, write them like off once. and then come back at this and, like... Yeah, I'll take that. I will take that next game. Like, if, if Jamal Murray wants to go off for 100 points and we just blow the Jazz out, I'll take it. Um, let's take a break, and then we can start to kind of look towards game six uh, a little bit here. Harrison, do you want to save us? Can we... We're, turn, we're gonna take Tory Craig out. We're gonna bring right, PJ Dozier in. A tiny bit harsh. We're gonna bring Michael Porter Jr. in real quick. Uh, can we get the ball out of Craig's hands for a moment? Oh man! All right, let's know. see here. I feel bad. MSU Denver. I took a class at MSU Denver online this summer. Ali Monwer took a class at MSU Denver online this summer. Can't recommend it's it okay class. anymore. Hey, quiet down. Quiet down. Uh, if you're any type of student, if you're looking to go to college for the first time. Um, if you're looking to go back to school, finish your degree, and hey, uh, most schools throughout the country aren't even allowing kids on campus right now. So uh, you can take MSU Denver online from the comfort of your home. Don't, don't even have to go uh, into school for that. And uh, it's a great option for every type of student. Teachers are awesome. Uh, so check it out. And uh, oh, uh, DNVR Rugby. DNVR Rugby, of course. We just had a watch party. Yeah, for, for rugby. Uh, a rugby. An old rugby game. Actually. game. Like a R- throwback rugby, yeah. yeah. An instant classic. But, instant um, classic. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, we'll be Colton Strickler. <laughs> Man, well, uh, Jamal we'll, Murray have to come save the day again? Yeah. Okay, guys. So we'll like, be doing more uh, DNVR rugby watch parties. Check out Colton Strickler's podcast, uh, the DNVR rugby podcast. His written content as well. It's awesome. Check it out. Uh, did you win your bet? Uh, yeah, didn't you see me cheer? They, absolutely, yes. I won my bet. I'm winning all my bets today. It's crazy how you it's always win when the Nuggets win, and you always lose when the Nuggets lose. I am the Nuggets. Wow, we're gonna need you to really, really bring it on. Yeah, we needed you to bring it on Thursday. My final thing on Murray: doesn't it feel like if you're an elite point guard right now, you have to have a go-to like step back? Sure. All the great point guards have like unguardable step backs. Luca. His is really Lillard, good though. His uh, is a mid-range step back. His is a mid-range step back. Yeah, he can do mid-range. He can do it from three. I haven't um, seen it from the three too much. I think he had a couple tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like he's refined that step back. He can get more separation now, at least I think, than he could earlier this season or last year. No. I wonder if the added strength has anything to do with that. All right, so let's play a little bit of uh, speculation here for game, game Speculation six. station. Let's pull in. Woo-woo. Um, like you said, there's only one game at a time. The Nuggets played heavy minutes tonight. You get this 42, 43 minutes from Jokic. You get 41. Man, Jokic played most minutes. That's kind of surprising. You're going to need another performance like that. A lot, of he- a lot of heavy minutes. Do we see the same starting lineup in game six that we saw in game five? Yes. We do. Don't you think? I mean, it was a, a lineup that was behind despite Jokic starting eight for eight. I Paul Millsaps in that lineup? Yeah, I, uh, yes. I think I think we see uh, like I I would predict that we see the same starting and finishing lineups. I wouldn't mind seeing that change to the starting lineup. PJ in essentially for Millsap. However, you want to look at it. P- I also, no, I also PJ mind, Dozier starts, man. I also wouldn't mind saying <laughs> Millsap at the backup five over Mason Plumlee. Well, I guess I mean you only have so many players now, but. I don't know. I actually I, think that might be a good one. I don't know. I mean, who are you worried see, about on the other end? I don't think you need to see another 
Juwan Morgan, Jarrell Brantley. You just don't. I don't think he's not providing you any advantage on defense. Not really worried about matching up with size with Utah's bench. And just every possession that ends in a Plumlee post-up as opposed to either just an MPJ pull-up or how about, like, is Jordan Clarkson, is Niang on the floor? Can we put them in a pick-and-roll? Right, yeah. Can we play these guys off the floor? Well, one problem with that, we were talking about this. Nuggets don't have a lot of guys who can just go past their defender. It's really Murray, and that's about it. So I feel like that's why we don't see that a lot. Yeah, that's true. Um, So I do think there's something, too. Millsap may be playing the five, and we're getting late in the series. Now is the time your rotation gets even shorter, and I do wonder if there's something, too. Hey, that second unit, was it the second quarter or the fourth quarter when that second unit came out? I think it was the second quarter, and they're posting up Mason Plumlee like three three times in a row. It was so clearly didn't have an identity. I do think if you go to Millsap as your five there – you know, you have Monte with some space. Michael Porter Jr. is in this, in this lineup. You know, maybe you open things up a little bit more, and, and there's just something there. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think that would be a, a nice adjustment to not have to go to yeah. to Mason Plumley. I would definitely start Jeremy Grant. <laughs> I would definitely start Jeremy Grant for Paul Millsap. At Millsap. Power Forward. Yeah, for would Paul you Millsap. But so that means that's not the start. That means that you would start uh, Michael Porter Jr. for Paul Millsap, basically. Well... Yeah, it's tough. I don't know if I would. It's tough. Yeah, I, maybe you roll with the same lineup and pull Millsap quick and then play him with that bench unit. Whatever it is, Millsap played 19 minutes tonight. It was a minus 11. Again, I don't think it's all on him, but I do think that he's what role he has in the series is probably limited. I don't think, I don't think, it's, I don't think he's one of the main guys. Maybe you start him just to get that comfortable early going, but I don't, I don't know. Hey, I'm the Millsap guy. I don't think... I don't think you need more Millsap in the starting lineup this series. Yeah, I mean, there's not that many other bodies to turn to, right? I know that's part <laughs> know, of it. We thing. keep going to it. Yeah. It's like, well, they're, they can always <laughs> go to a. Uh, uh, Let's see. Well, nope. Vlaco Chandler. Troy Daniels. Troy Daniels. Dust off Troy Daniels here and uh, see what he's got out <laughs> there. Um, yeah, but it's like Tory played 19 minutes tonight. It felt like too many, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. Like the Tory Craig. So much has become expected and required of him due to injuries that it's easy to forget he was once an overachiever, right? This was once Mm -hmm. a two-way guy that had an awesome story of succeeding at this level. But we're at this point now where if he's anything less than stellar on the defensive end, he's borderline unplayable. And and, and I love him, but I just think that's the case. Yeah. What what are the keys to game six in your mind? Before we get X's and O's, maybe, Eric, I'll ask you. um, You know, what is he emotional? Yeah, emotionally, you know, like like top-down, not... So I think it's very important that the Nuggets come out and a hot make, start. They they need to come out and they need to continue this stretch that they're on. They need to keep the Jazz thinking that they're not comfortably point. in this series. They need to all of a sudden start to question themselves. We need to see Jordan Clarkson play like actual Jordan Clarkson. We need to see Royce O'Neal play like actual. So to Royce your to O'Neal. your point, Utah has thirty two points in the first quarter, thirty one in the second, twenty three in the third, twenty one in the fourth. That's incredible. If you give them a twenty three, twenty four or under yep. first quarter, then it is one of those things of like, oh, we just had five straight or four and a half straight games of getting whatever we want. Yep. And now it's Three straight quarters of not. So, yeah, That's so, part of that doubt. Suddenly Mitchell starts pressing. Joe Ingles starts taking shots. He probably shouldn't. Um, and, you know, you just – obviously basketball is just such a game of rhythm and confidence. And if you can disrupt that, I mean, we it's not like we don't have the skill in this team. Right. Yeah. I think that's great. A good defensive start I, th- I think is key. Yeah. If Denver can defend like they did in the second half, they can win this series. Easily, I think. I think they can easily outplay the Jazz if they defend like they did. I don't in the think anything half. in this series is going to be. Um, on. I think Denver's best is still going to be a 
dogfight. I really think they found something defensively in the second half. It seemed like they were pressing up more uh, into Utah's ball handlers, not a lot giving of them on as the much list. space. Yeah. Um, they weren't switching as easily, and that's something we've talked about a ton. Uh, it, it wasn't great when they went to, like, uh, hedge the pick and roll really hard. Like Utah split that really easily, so that wasn't sometimes, great. sometimes, yeah. But it still, it, it was a different look, and it bothered them a little bit. So, if they can defend like they did in the second mm. half tonight, um, they can force the issue, I think, in Game Six. So, I don't know if it's too early in the show to talk about this, but we're talking defense, and you have to. I think you have to start to wonder. So Gary Harris upgraded to questionable. Oh this game. wow! But he did not play, of course. So wow, I did not think of this. So funny how Gary. out of mind it is. So double-edged question, I guess, to you, or, or, or two questions to both of you: Do you expect to see any of Gary in this series? And secondly, so how like reasonably can we expect even a, a defender of his caliber to make an impact? Given that he has, he's been hurt since March 11th. He hasn't played since March 11th. Malone said, right? So can we expect <laughs> anything five from months? My, my thing about defense is that it's not rhythm based. It's not something you need to like get back into. Obviously, there's a um, thinking part of defense, making sure that you're in the right place. But like he can all he can jump on the court and bring the same Gary effort. It's not like he needs to find his rhythm with his shot. If, I mean, it'd be I a great story if Gary came back and like not only defended but knocked down a few. I mean, they're, he's yeah. probably going to get open shots if he's out there like Torrey Craig does, and if he just knocked him down, what a great story. Gary would be an enormous boost defensively. The thing I worry about is. Uh, his stamina because he's probably going to be going out all out on defense, chasing Jordan Clarkson around, right, yeah. chasing Donovan Mitchell around. I mean, the guy hasn't played a game in five months. We right. know how tough it is to get back into basketball like, shape. He What's could, he going to look like on the other end of the floor if he's he got to do absolutely that? Absolutely take the Tory Craig minutes. I was just going to say, wouldn't you take it though over those Craig minutes right 15 now? 15 minutes or something. Yeah, just not, I mean, not a ton, but you're just hoping he goes. I mean, PJ Dozier tonight only played 20 minutes. Maybe he that can go up a little bit again. It's all about it's on PJ Dozier's shoulders because it's it's not about him being awesome offensively. It's about just being in the role offensively. You could you could up that by ten minutes. You know, seven eight minutes if he plays like this, and then the Gary Harris only playing ten minutes, twelve minutes, like two two five minute stretches basically, mm. and maybe yeah. he can give you something there. Um, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. But is there an emotional boost too? You know, definitely an emotional well. boost. Tor yeah. Tory Craig has just been so rough in this Tell one. I mean, yeah, it's really, really start, tough. We're getting to the point where like emotion really, honestly matters. Like I saw mm -hmm. on the timeline, I'm I'm really looking forward to watching it. Malone apparently delivered like a really emotional speech to the team that like when um, just while we've been on. Just now, um, yeah, yeah. Saying like game. we're not, yeah, like we're not done yet. We're here for the long haul. I just, I mean, I haven't listened to it yet, but like we're in that place where did you, that gets you know, sent directly to you. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it did. It did to my heart anyway. But there is something like, you know, you get an emotional lift in a game. Gary comes in. They, they like we were talking about. They look each other in the eyes. They're like, let's go. Let's do this. Let's defy the odds. Now it's, here's a take I saw on the, the timeline, and I, I think it's actually a little bit interesting. We've seen Jokic carry this team so often. And Jamal Murray's been great, and at their best, the both of them are doing it. I feel like in this series, Jokic has been good. I mean, he's getting a lot of flack, and like that's just going to be the narrative or this or that. We've even given him some because I think Game Three was a bad one, but tonight, and I think three times now in the series, Jamal Murray has looked like the more composed one. Yep, he's looked like the guy that has looked at Jokic in the eye and said, "Don't worry, I've got yeah. us." Yep, and I wonder if that dynamic is. Specific to the series, I mean, let's be honest, Jokic going up against the Defensive Player of the Year. He's got an incredibly tough matchup. Everything's geared up to him. And Jokic still doing fantastic. He's still doing all the other little stuff that you don't notice that doesn't always show up in the box score. But I do wonder if there's this aspect of Jamal Murray 
taking over, if it's just for the series, or if it becomes a thing where they just sort of have this thing that maybe next series it's Jokic that's doing this down the stretch yeah, or what it, have you. Yeah, it's funny, though. Like, we came into the season, and for the last three years, the question has always been who takes the last shot with this team. And through the season, it was obvious. It was Jokic takes the last shot. He has yeah. like, all of these game winners. And now I think it's obvious again, but it's Murray. Murray is the one that you, you would turn well, to. More to the point, you have two options. You have yeah. two options, yeah. and they play off each other in the same action. Exactly. It's just, yeah, it's like... <laughs> Um, I, I, that's what I really think. I saw a lot of like, you know, he's the alpha, this or that. No question right now. Yeah. No question. Jamal Murray has taken the reins in the series, and I think will continue to in game six and seven. Even though again, Jokic hit that what was basically the nail in the coffin shot. But I do think that this is about two players finding great synergy, and one who's always been able to pick up the other one when they're down is now being picked up. Jokic always been able to pick up Jamal Murray when Jamal Murray maybe has been off or this or that. Mm-hmm. They get that two-man game. I feel like Jamal Murray is picking Jokic up as good as he's been and, and, and sort of elevating the team in a way that it's like, it's nice. It's I see on the timeline right now, Paul George is having himself a night. Kawhi Leonard is their guy. It's nice when you have a second guy that some nights can be the, hey, I got this one tonight. Totally. You do the dirty work. You do the hard stuff, but I'm going to be the one. And, and I just feel like those two are getting to that place. I agree, man. I agree. Playoffs can be a coming-of-age type of moment. They always are. It, it really every like star, all-star, all-NBA like level player has that one defining playoff series that you look back on. And you're like, oh, okay, that was the series where he arrived. So this could be it for Jamal Murray. This what I'd it. like to see in Game Six, among all these other things, the defense really stepping up. I'd love to see the Michael Porter game. I don't know if we're gonna get one in this playoffs, but I would love to see. We saw Jokic have 21 in the first quarter. I'd love to see. <laughs> no, I don't say 21 points. I'm just saying. No, I'm just like laughing at how ridiculous, how ridiculous that first quarter is, yeah. was in that last shot. I would love to <laughs> see the shot. game where Michael Porter has, where it's like, oh, yeah. that's right. Michael Porter sometimes hits three threes in a row, right. and a close game becomes a not-so-close right. game because this guy just got an offensive rebound, uh, you know, a kick-out yeah. three, another kick-out three, and a pull-up three. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I, I don't see a 27-point game from uh, Michael Porter Jr. Like we got Do you see play. a 14-point quarter? I yeah, I do. I see, I see nine straight points from Michael Porter Jr. in a, in a time where maybe the other team is, or where the Jazz are sort of letting their guard down, and they yeah, two threes in rhythm, and then a pull up. Yeah, transition and they're, and they're not ready for an uppercut like that. And just let me early. let me say let me well maybe we can close with this thought here, but I think when you get Jamal Murray scoring like he did and Jokic knocking down threes like they like he did. You get a defense, and, and Jeremy Grant and PJ Dozier on the court instead of Millsap and Craig. I think you get a defense that now has to start compensating so hard that you're going to start getting some of those other shots. And if the defensive strategy for Utah going into this next game is help off of Michael Porter in any capacity, I wouldn't be surprised if he did get two, three looks in a row in a quarter and it, and it really elevated Denver to a new height. And one thing about that kid, it doesn't matter how it's going on either end of the floor if he's open remotely open he's gonna pull up i mean what have we talked about the deflating place in this donovan mitchell going off like it happens every game we're almost just like not even deflated by it anymore it's jordan clarkson <laughs> that's it's royce yo, o'neill it's those that's guys the point right michael so, porter at this moment is our jordan clarkson in that if he goes off for a quarter where he just has good well i mean he is he but i'm saying if he has another game a game where it's like 24 25 <laughs> no, points then utah sitting there going like damn it man we stopped murray we stopped Jokic, and then this guy comes out and he's learning I saw someone in the comments say we need him to start learning from his mistakes, even within this game. You pointed out how much better he was at fighting through those screens. Um, yeah, I, I just thought, like, and also the way he played Jordan Clarkson in the fourth quarter. Every time Jordan Clarkson drives, 
He knows MPJ is taller. He can't shoot over him, yeah. He stops his dribble, picks up his dribble, and goes for the turnaround fadeaway J. And by the end of the game, MPJ knew it was coming, and his hand was the where it needed boys. to be. And so I think you did see him learn. And he's got a long way to go, but that time is valuable. The, yeah. the Nuggets are in a spot right now. And we were talking about when we were going down the roster. We're like, well, they just don't have a lot of guys to turn to. They're almost like forced to play MPJ down the stretch, really. Yeah. Like they, they really are because they just don't have enough uh, outlets or offensive options other than Murray and Yoke. So it's kind of going to be trial by fire for him, I think, the rest of the series. He's going to get every opportunity to play closing minutes. <sighs> Can't wait. Any parting thoughts, boys? Should we just do a prediction? Yo, I'm, I'm ready to go. Like, <laughs> What do you got? Oh, the show. We can't oh, hear it. Oh, there's an intro. Oh, yeah. well, oh, man, what a drag. All right. Well, enjoy this, everybody. We're here for the long haul. We're here for the long haul. Way to get it. 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 Team oh. fought. I love it. We God. got so upset with them. Classic so, Michael Malone. Classic right Michael. We, we could hear that. No, everybody <laughs> down no the bar. I'm ready to slap some fives. Or, I mean, bump some elbows. So get ready. I'm coming. Good. Prediction, predictions are meaningless but fun, so I'm going to put us all through it. Harrison, game six. Not going to predict. I'm not predicting. I'm going to make you do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Don't Brian Windhorst us. Um, it's going to seven. Yeah, I, I see carbon copy of this game. Do it. Let's do it. I mean, let's go. Going to seven. I like it to go to Denver in five. Still on the <laughs> Can you imagine where, after the show where you're like, all, oh, yeah, they're probably going to lose this next game. Especially in both. Thank you, everybody, again, who stayed out, hung out the entire time. Don't forget, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and give a subscribe, give a like. If you're not watching on YouTube, you should be. Even Join us there. Like the, the video quality is like a thousand times better than it is on Twitter. Yeah. But if you are watching on Twitter or Periscope, give it a retweet and then uh, check out the DNVR Nuggets podcast. We'll see everybody. Let's go. There's only one dentist I go to in Denver. It's the good folks over at Green Mountain Dental Group. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush just for coming in, getting your teeth cleaned, getting an x-ray and exam. It's something we've all got to do. It's annoying. It's cumbersome. We never want to go to the dentist, but you know, we've got to. So you might as well hit up Green Mountain Dental Group and hey, they're giving away an awesome Sonicare toothbrush. It's going to last you a long time. You're not gonna have to use that crappy manual toothbrush every night and every morning. You're not gonna have to replace that toothbrush every couple of months. Get a Sonicare and get it from Green Mountain Dental Group. Schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush today.